Welcome to the IVM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Simplified, a show that explains intense topic from around the world and simplifies it for you so that you can up your cooler in front of your friends. You're listening to TFG Football. Good day everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of the TFG Indian Football Podcast. Uh, joining me uh, is Chiranjit. Uh, unfortunately, both of us cannot be in the studio for some reasons. Uh, so you'll have to hear us, uh, hear us talking to each other and uh, try to make sense of what we're talking. Uh, Chiranjit, uh, big month coming up for Indian football. A lot of things lined yeah. up and a lot of things uh, up at stake for Indian football. Not just... Uh, uh, big expectations, but also, you know, uh, it's kind of uh, something that we want to uh, look forward and hope that yeah. it uh, does better for the betterment of Indian football. Yeah, I mean, we've been, uh, see, none of these issues are new. We have covered uh, those issues in this podcast for the longest of times, uh, but this is it. You know, it, everything is coming to an head, uh, and uh, this is important because it's not just like just a national team or just like uh, one end of the Indian club football or uh, the under-17 team. It's all of them together. I mean, look at what what we are facing right now. We have uh, uh, the AFC and FIFA uh, teams who are in India who are going from city to city talking to clubs. Uh, to figure out the long-term solution for this ISLI league uh, split. So they will try to come up with a plan. Within the next 30 plus days we are talking, the plan will be in place. Exactly how many years it will take to fully merge or how or when there will be promotion relegation. All of that is, is going to be decided in the next month. In the under-17 scene, we have India starting their World Cup campaign, like playing against USA on 6th October. That's within the next month. So, understand that that's India's first appearance in the world stage. So, that is uh, going to be historic as well. And uh, offici- officially as well. Because we have uh, made unofficial uh, appearances uh, to whatever stories that have been made, uh, bare feet and all that. So this is officially. Uh, no, that, was not a, that was not an uh, appearance because we got the chance. We got uh, qualified uh, in uh, 1950 because some other countries pulled out. So, we got invited. But uh, you know the the story says uh, it was because of barefoot. I think it was a budget issue because back in 1950, uh, the Indian government saw Olympic as a big thing, not the you know, football World Cup. So they put more emphasis on sending like uh, more and more uh, Olympic teams like football, hockey, whatever they could uh, to the Olympics. medal mm. Football World Cup nobody cared about in India at least, and that's where we messed up. Uh, again, it's debatable, you know. Uh, let's not go into that part of the history again. But this time we are finally playing under 17, hai, but it's happening, right? Yeah. But also another big thing that is uh, coming to a head is that Indian national team, right? We have seen the ranks go up, and go, they're going to come down uh, because of the recent tri series, you know, that, that uh, everybody will understand that we needed to play those matches. Okay, we have to prepare for Macau and we are playing Macau again uh, in October. Then we are going to play Myanmar and uh, Kyrgyzstan. So for that, we need to play uh, some other good opponents as well to prepare for them. We are going to face Palestine on 2nd October. Yeah, that's that's right. some, some good opponent that we haven't faced for a long, long time. Yeah. 
we uh, we yeah. did manage to play a lot of friendlies and you know uh, among that if i have to pick it was uh, puerto rico who was one of the best uh, the, as yeah. one of the toughest opponents yeah. and after that uh, if we have to see uh, you know a, a like for like uh, a good strength uh, strong opponent for uh, puerto rico it will be uh, palestine that's coming up exactly but again remember puerto rico were missing three four good players plus they no, just uh, uh, landed uh, a day or two uh, no not not quite what yeah. they wanted to uh, have their arrangements uh, exactly. be prepared for the game yeah and they were jet lagged as well yeah uh, and again uh, the kind of fall in rankings and the falling form we've seen from puerto rico afterwards it was not very encouraging uh, encouraging afterwards it just so happened that our rank was down the in the dumps mm-hmm. when we played and then we played them and uh, their rank was just temporarily very high uh, compared to what uh, the recent form has been mm. so we got full benefits of that and we rode that and we kept you know we beat cambodia we beat myanmar and suddenly our ranking just went straight up but now it's going to come down you know uh, we are no longer going to be the top 100 regardless of our result against macau mm. our ranking is going probably going to be like 110 somewhere in that ball uh, ballpark and it's going to come down further unless we produce something very interesting and this is where it is palestine is going to be the real test they'll probably turn up five six years in advance they will be ready they will be prepared even they have some qualifiers coming up so they're not going to take this lightly uh, they uh, they will put their best against us and we will put our best against them so this probably is the toughest game that stephen constantine has faced and honestly like you know we i i love the fact that we win uh, 10 matches nine matches in a row uh, one draw or whatever we mm. go to macau and we uh, score two goals and get three points and we are almost there in the asian cup all that those are achievements that cannot be taken away right. but against look at look at the way macau played they they just came in to ensure they did not uh, concede five goals you know yeah. that is not the kind of match we want to see our indian mm. national team play and we don't want to evaluate our players from those kind of matches either so it's super important that we play somebody who is technically far ahead of us right now you know palestine we're talking much better team on paper and they will be playing us on 2nd october how we doing that match will have a huge uh, impact in our understanding of where this team really stands in the world stage okay if we get a draw good if we get a win awesome probably going to be the most important win in uh, stephen constantine's uh, tenure with indian national team yes and also it uh, it, uh, it marks the you know, the run of form also because you know yeah. if you do all things correct and the end what is where, where you are required to do the most important job you you fail over there it just uh, you know it, it just throws all your all your efforts into the water over there so that's very important to finish off the job with which we started off uh, you know right you no know, a long time back almost a year back so it would all go to waste uh, if we do not complete yeah. that final win well well not not uh, in a palestine is not the final win uh, we have macau uh, on 10th october in bangalore and if we win that match then we're in nation cup so all all of this yeah. whatever we go through whatever wins or losses or preparations and rotation we go through if we qualify for asian cup everything is justified yes. so i'm not i'm not even worried about us 
beating Palestine. I'm, I actually, uh, you know, I would take a loss against Palestine if that means a very uh, comfortable win against Macau at this point. Because uh, I, just, I just want to want that to happen. Once we are there in Asian Cup, then we have more than a year to pre- prepare for that for that big task in 2019 summer. Actually, yes. like more than a year, almost two years, hmm. we will have to prepare ourselves for. And more under-23 players will come into the national camp. And we will have a very new look side by the time we uh, you know, go to... Uh, where, is, where is it happening? It's happening probably in UAE. Uh, or UAE, yeah. UAE. Uh, so, yeah. So, we have that time. But right now, where we stand, Palestine is the real test. So, that's in the national level. Uh, under-17 level as well. Uh, everything, all the wins, uh, you know, uh, win against Italy, was it national team or not, mm-hmm. or whatever. Either say, which players were playing, uh, which players were not playing, everything, uh, you know, all this is still speculation. All this is still at the friendly level. We play USA, we play Ghana in the World Cup, and that's going to tell us exactly where we are. You know, right. this, is, this is no longer no longer hype, no longer B teams or C teams or mm-hmm. South sides. This is the real deal, and and that's gonna happen. Right. Yeah. So uh, talking about the Under 17 World Cup, I think uh, we could have whatever possible it was possible from from the AFF side, uh, they did manage to give it to uh, you know that transition of uh, coach change also in, came in between. So all in all, uh, you know the preparation looks right. Uh, it, it only uh, is yet to see for us that uh, if the preparation can be transformed into performance on field. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I, I don't know how, where we go from there. I mean, this will tell us exactly where our boys are in terms of uh, you know, women compared to the other big teams. But where do, what do we decide within the next month about what to do with this slot after they finish the Under-17 World Cup? Under-17 World Cup is over in October. But these boys can deliver for us at the highest level for a decade to come, more than a decade to come. If we have 30 boys who are being uh, specially trained for the Under-17 World Cup, at least 10 of them should be regular parts of the Indian national senior team at one point. Yeah. Whether we're talking 10, 10 years down the line or not. So, yeah, uh, especially because there, there was a... Uh, unprecedented uh, talent hunt that happened, uh, you know, a a scouting mission that was undertaken uh, where they literally tried to get the, literally the best, you know, the best 30 under-17 players in India were taken into the camp and they were kept together for almost two years. So if, if we don't get 10 national team regulars out of that, then we have to say the scouting mission went wrong and we did not get the best possible place for the Under-17 World Cup. It, it's all... I mean, uh, everything is going to be decided uh, by what AIFF decides with them now. You know, uh, obviously, uh, you, were, you were mentioning this, right? Uh, Constantine was talking about uh, what will happen if we, uh, you know, if we don't manage to keep them together after the World Cup, you know. They're yeah. still not developed yet. Yeah, again, uh, that, 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 that was a point that uh, Stephen Consolite showed uh, a little concern and then uh, he was still not satisfied uh, by the idea of having them play against, you know, almost players of twice their size and uh, twice their age. So that again yeah. is yet to be seen if that is the right step because 
the arrows did have put uh, put a team in the i league but uh, that was more of an under 21 and under 23 players that did uh, uh, enter the i, I league se- uh, season uh, but this again it looks a bit you know, amateur uh, if you go to see uh, looking at the decision that uh, the boys just fresh out of uh, playing the world cup having to play at the at the league which is not really you know we've not seen the highest level of professionalism uh, into the leagues as well so let's just hope that uh, if they are to play uh, yeah, they shouldn't be like uh, sent out all in the field maybe coupled with uh, the under 19 and under 23 that will be a better idea rather than having an entire under 17 team playing against uh, you know players twice and twice the age and size yeah exactly and india should have uh, you know the india under 19 side because they will pass into that side after the under, uh, under 17 world cup they will be eligible for yeah. india under 19 so why not put a similar amount of effort behind india under 19 and yeah. try to get them to you know travel all over the place uh, and and i, I don't know if, if you're going to if you're going to just introduce them to senior level um, uh, football uh, make them play second division league at at, at a point Or, or even even better, just 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 don't put them in a league because league takes away the entire season. So you you it's it's actually uh, I very much agree with uh, you and uh, Constantine here. Most players at under 17 level will not be able to sustain themselves against uh, full grown players. Yeah. Right. And uh, there there will be some who are super skillful who will even uh, manage to hold themselves uh, straight in in that level, but. others still have some growing up to do some uh, maturity in terms of uh, bone density and uh, stamina to uh, you know to before they can uh, take on uh, you know the, the really beefed up uh, tall 6 foot 4 players that you sometimes come across uh, in, in the in the very senior highest level mm. so yeah maybe maybe they don't even play them in the uh, in the league play them in a cup tournament you know uh take them to kings cup in bhutan win them against uh, uh clubs from three four countries but that that, that will uh, come to play make them play in the ifa shield under 19 make them play uh, in durand cup uh, uh, or kings uh, sorry I, i mentioned kings cup bodoli trophy is there uh, sikkim gold cup is there all, all of these tournaments have really good club sides that come and play in them Uh, recently IFF under 19 academy went and played in uh, independence day football tournament in mizoram mm. and uh, yeah it was tough for them because they were not playing too many national level club teams even the iwc team that played there was not the i league squad mm. but they were uh, you know they gave it a fight they got a couple of draws out of out of it. i think they played three matches all of them were draws they did not uh, progress to the next round but they held their own so that shows you know you are playing grown ups and you are still uh, not losing a match that shows that there is some exceptional talent in there so yeah that that should be the way to go uh, i'm not very sure uh, how much this direct jump from under 17 to senior level uh, is going to work but let's see uh, how that works out so that that's one thing that needs to needs to be sorted out a better plan to uh, be implemented on that regard the other thing i am so looking forward to is this afc fifa team what they come up with and not just that you know uh, not not just let's say uh, in year x we're going to take in uh, five six clubs from i league into isl and make it the top division 
और फ्रॉम यर एक्स वी कैन हैव प्रमोशन रिलेगेशन एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट अदर देन दैट व्हाट विल बी द क्लब लाइसेंस फॉर द न्यू टॉप डिवीजन बिकॉज आई बिलीव इट हैज टू बी मच मोर स्ट्रिक्ट देन व्हाट वी हैव टुडे because a lot of clubs yeah, 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 because that, yeah. that's an important point that you make uh, because uh, if you do not put the responsibility on the club uh, it it just goes to show that uh, just for the licensing purpose uh, if you just want to uh, get an entry you would just make the you know, bare minimum uh, things required yeah. to enter the tournament and it just lets uh, the the development uh, aside where you have to cover the grassroots and make sure uh, it's just just not a festival it's i you know try to get to the competitive side uh, yes it's too early for grassroots to enter but then uh, that vision and that path has to be shown to uh, the everybody participating then according to the, the age groups and then uh, we seen a step taken by uh, chennai nfc as uh, where they yeah. uh, introduce a new uh, under age sides to be participating yeah. at various uh, various tournaments of different age so that is something that we want to see a part of the licensing criteria where you know yeah. just not the, the senior team that's uh, participating there is the ground up vision for every team that's uh, part of from grassroots right till the senior level so there's there's a pathway that everybody can you know aim for and that's that's how uh, things going to work out and uh, be favorable for indian football hmm but uh, see all of that is already there you know uh, under 17 under 19 teams or under uh, under 15 uh teams uh, that you have to play in the youth leagues all the i league clubs have been doing that for years okay isl teams didn't have to do that i think they will ha- they will be moving uh, in towards that now because uh, you know the club licensing is coming into isl finally but even now it's way more easier for an isl team to get by without doing much work than an i league club okay and and uh, it's not to say i league has a pretty good uh, licensing uh, structure because the afc license uh is one thing and the national license is another thing and you don't really have to get an afc license uh, unless you are playing in the champions league for which you have to win the league only one club from the entire country gets to play in the champions league uh, and uh, right now that uh, you know it, it's going to be isol fc this time it was bengaluru fc last time so others others don't unless you have won the league you don't even have to think about uh, you know qualifying for that afc standards uh, but the national league is is actually sorry the national license is actually quite uh, quite more lax because uh, it, it doesn't take much you don't really have to uh, get yourself uh, an exclusive stadium or whatever you can like afc allows two teams to share a uh, uh, share a stadium but national license is i think uh, much more uh, lenient in that matter uh, you don't have to have the same kind of facilities to get a national license your academy doesn't need to have the same kind of facilities uh, and and i'm including east bengal mohan bagan uh, some of the other cl- i league clubs as well in this who just do the minimum and get by yeah. uh, to get the national license they don't they don't even try to uh, you know be the be a top academy at all you know because they just uh, used to they just used to like uh, okay we have some amount of money so uh, somebody comes up at some level will manage to land them but it it cannot it cannot be the way it cannot continue to be the way and here we have a chance where isl will be the next top division league new official top division league so they can rewrite the licensing terms and make it better uh, and and uh, and and that was the problem in i league 
that they can get by uh, doing uh, some less work. You know what happens in ISL? Right now, there are some requirements. I don't know if it's officially the national license uh, uh, requirement for ISL teams or if it's some other license, especially for, uh, uh, you know, uh, ISL teams. You can actually just pay a fee if you don't do stuff and get by with it. Wow. Okay, like, like you, you don't have, you cannot do a residential academy right now or you cannot do enough junior teams right now. You just pay a fee for that and you're, you're just given a pass. That's the current scenario. There is a fee, like, and you are done with it. That cannot be the case. You cannot have provisions in there that allows teams to just bypass actually doing work. Okay. Uh, and and some of the, a lot of the ISL teams have that structural problem. Like Mumbai City have been outsourcing everything for a for a long time now. Right? Even even event management or or uh, you know, ground stuff get outsourced. You cannot keep doing that. Chennai City are finally uh, making junior teams after three years of existing uh, in the national level. It doesn't take that Chennai long. FC. Yeah, Chennai FC. Chennai City FC are actually better in that regard, if you can believe that. Uh-huh. But I'm not, I'm not shitting on ISL teams here. A lot of them are new to, the, new to how uh, football works and they're learning. And I'm pretty sure a lot of them have good intent and they will deliver. But you have to have the rules in place to make sure everybody delivers. Doesn't matter if it's an ISL team, doesn't matter if it's an I-League club. In the future, everybody will play in the same league structure. So we have to move past this. This league ke liye ye rule hai, this league ke liye some other rule hai. There has to be a unified rule set that gets applied to everybody. And since we are coming up with it now, since we are deciding on the league structure, this month, over the next month, there is a chance to work with AFC and FIFA and come up with a rule set that makes sure everybody pitches in. Everybody, it's not just about like throwing money in. It's not about giving franchise fees or giving some money and getting by with it. Everybody should be made to employ full-time coaches at all age levels. And Correct. they should have their own practice grounds at least and a stadium they rent all year. They should have full season contracts and they should also be given some incentives to give long-term contracts to players and coaches. So all of that needs to be ingrained in the clubs through this rule set uh, that can be applied in the national licensing process. So if if we get something like that done this season, that will... These are all the points I think... uh, is not uh, 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 you know a big secret. Everybody knows uh, what is what is required. And also, uh, if we go to see the history of I League and Indian football, it has been hurt to to some extent from the federation. Because if the yeah. federation does not do their bit, uh, the clubs are going to face problems. And uh, we've seen the protests by the Goan clubs. You know that 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 is what they've been complaining uh, about. That even their years of years and uh, decades of existence have meant nothing if the federation does not do their bit. You know, that can be from the administrative point of view, to some extent publicity, to some extent about, you know, to a lot of extent about the revenue system that is there in place. Because if the sustainability is absent, it's difficult for any, you know, even the most successful club uh, 
in anywhere of the, in any part of the world uh, to you know go ahead and uh, have a long term vision so i hope uh, those all points uh, are considered uh, by the uh, by the fifa and afc who've seen indian football you know reach to an extent where it has been recognized by the world football and to even get to the international standards uh, which we hope we do get at some uh, point of time down the future uh, these points are all taken care of and uh, uh, so for the best solution uh, promotion delegation also uh, needs to be there uh, it's not an easy thing this uh, this merger because it needs to take into account a lot of things a lot of flaws that were there in place and a lot of things that might be you know cropping up uh once the merger is done you know what you know what if if something good comes out of this some good decisions are taken and let's say 10 years later 20 years later uh, or or in my my belief 17 years later uh, when we are playing in the fifa world cup senior level the proper one and we didn't even have to get there by hosting it we actually managed to earn qualification by merit we will look back on october 2017 and uh, say that oh sorry september 2017 let's say september and early october and we say we will say that there was this period of 30 40 days where everything was on the line but these guys managed to put everything together come to an agreement and later followed through on those agreements and that's why we're here that's why we've earned our place in the world stage so fingers crossed that this happens yeah so so that that was a long uh, <laughs> uh, rant and a uh, lot of things uh, that came out uh, during the discussion so for today and for the weekend that's a wrap from uh, the tfg indian football podcast uh, we will catch you uh, next week uh, till then if you are listening to us on youtube do not forget to like share and subscribe and also to comment uh, you can also listen to uh, Uh, this podcast on uh, IVM podcast app that's available on Android and iOS. Uh, the podcast is also available on major podcasting apps like SoundCloud, iTunes, etc. Uh, do do follow us on uh, Twitter. Uh, our handle is at the rate TFG Football, and thefangrass.com is where you can find all the stories and all all the latest news about Indian football. So till another episode, catch you guys. Bye. That was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now of course this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments. All of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out. ATKT.in. Good evening ladies and gentlemen this is your captain speaking sorry to say but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun as you can see there's death destruction and chaos taking place all around us 
But don't you worry, food and drinks will be served shortly, and I would recommend checking out IVM Podcasts to get some of your favorite Indian podcasts. It'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over. Thank you.